Ты знаешь еще за школой. Эксклюзивное радио на английском языке в Москве. Guys, на частоте 105.3. На сайте capitalfm.moscow. В умных колонках. Алиса, включи радио Capital FM. Хорошо. Радио Capital FM. А также прямая трансляция из открытой студии в Москва-Сити на нашей странице ВКонтакте. Слушай, как хочешь. Слушай, где хочешь. Слушай. Capital FM Moscow. A very warm welcome to Capital Sports on Moscow's Capital FM. I'm Alan Moore and a happy birthday to us. We are four this week, so get ready for a lot of celebrations because for the next hour, we will have sports power with me as your host and also a double N here in the studio with me because we will have the very best news, views, reviews, previews and interviews in the world of sports. It was a silver medal playoff match this evening at the Ejjede Arena. It finished 2 nil. Unhappily for Mr. Fadun to Lokomotiv. Now, Andrew Flint is going to tell us about what has happened in that game. And, of course, the fallout afterwards because the Spartak fans marched out of the stadium. They were booing their team, booing their coach and booing their owner. There you go. And then we're going to talk about uh, Spurs because, of course, they absolutely flopped yet again under Jose Mourinho. And uh, Isol Cody will dry her tears on air tonight with us. And uh, then we're going to have a look at the Champions League football that took place last week and look ahead to the next round of matches which of course is taking th- place this week it's of course the quarterfinal time then okay then we will talk about racism in football because there are it hasn't gone away you know even though the fans are not in the stadium it is just as bad but 
online this time. So uh, we are going to then in a second talk about the alternative Olympics. Yes, we are going to have the proposals of what sports will be in the Olympics if Capital Sports had our way, because it is our birthday, so we can make our wishes come true. And in the third, of course, we have the Big Fat Filthy Quiz. Before we go to the phone, to our, to our legal eagle and our man in Siberia, uh, Double N, what it was that, what, sorry, what is the score right now in the Arsenal game? Um, yeah, it's uh, half-time and it's 1-0 for Arsenal. Okay, who scored for the Gunners? It's Lacazette. Lacazette. Yep. Lacazette, Lacazette. Okay, that's good. All right, that is good. Okay, uh, Andrew Flint, uh, straight into you in the nicest possible sense of the word, uh, and not in the biblical <laughs> sense, of course, because we've had an interesting weekend. Of course, Tambov lose yet again. They went down 1-0 to Himke yesterday. Um, Krasnodar didn't give Goncharenko a nice welcome present. They lost 1-0 at home to Arsenal. Uh, Tula, of course. Uh, Dinamo drew 2-2 with your boys uh, from Urals that was earlier on today Sochi going down to their owners 2-1 uh, of course that's a Zenit who owns them Lokomotiv beating Spartak 2-0 of course tomorrow Siskar play Rotter um, but that game today it had everything you'd want to see in a, in, in a derby and it's the first time since November 30th 2014 that Loco have beaten Spartak at home well, you've put it all there. It's, it's a huge game. There are quite a lot riding on it for Lokomotiv because that was pretty much their last chance to get in the Champions League race. Um, and now they are definitely right in it, only one point behind Spartak. Um, Spartak looks very, very limp. They were they were outplayed, outfought by the most informed side in the league, which is Loco. That's eight games in a row they've won since the winter break. Um and your your favourite flat track bully, um, he just had another flat track to deal with, and Smolov was <laughs> was inspirational, really. He was um, brilliant, yeah. yeah. I, you know, my favourite thing really was when he lined up the free kick. They're already one 0 up. He'd set up Francois Camano to tap in. He lined up the free kick, and he took a glance to to whoever was standing next to him, had a grin on his face as if I know exactly what I'm going to do. Stuck the free kick in the bottom corner, two nil, um, game over, red card. Um, and protests afterwards. Um, this is Spartak being Spartak, if I'm being honest, but um, they complained about two handballs they thought should have been given to them. Um, so we'll see what happens after the morning. Yeah, so Fudun, he put in uh, a complaint, an official complaint into the Russian Football League. Remember this, of course, Russian Football Union. Of course, remember, this is the same guy who wanted to take his team out of the league earlier on the season uh, if they weren't <laughs> allowed to win. So, I mean, he either buys some Viagra to, to give them a bit of a lift and stop them being so floppy, um, or he basically cops on and treats his coaches and players better, and the fans, of course, better as well. They were very, very, uh, I think it was, I don't know, it, it, that behaviour from him is just wrong. Um, now, of course, Spartak, they, they were in control of the game most, like most of it. They had more shots on target, uh, more shots on goal. They had, you know, they, 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 yep. Lokomotiv didn't have a single corner. Did you know that? Lokomotiv didn't have one yeah, corner that, the whole game. It, it, Spartak had 11. It, well, exactly. If you take a look at the, the simple statistics after the game, it was pretty much double everything in favour of Spartak. I mean, possession they had a little bit more, perhaps not quite twice as much, but no corners for Lokomotiv. It doesn't feel like a game where they didn't have that kind of attacking possession. They were just far more clinical, far, far more clinical. Um, the, the number of times where they, you know, Spartak had to rely on Georgi Jukia yet again with a last-ditch slide tackle here or there. 
Um, it was quite concerning, really. And I, I really didn't think it would be, I mean, I don't want to say easy in a flippant sense, but Loco weren't pushed as much as I thought they would be. It was a very good performance. Also, I'd like to mention as well, Alexander Silianov, a little-known right-back um, filling in, um, made his debut, I think it was, and he didn't really look troubled against Victor Moses, who has won the Champions League, don't forget. So, um, trusting youth again, and it's paying off. Yeah, I, I, I do think lo, lo, Loco are in form, of course. As you mentioned, uh, Fyodor Smolov, my favourite track, <laughs> flat track bully, um, he has now notched five goals in five games. He scored in every game so far in 2021. Um, OK, so we're going to see what's going to happen with that uh, Spartak appeal again. Um, Spartak all over them. Uh, Loco had six yellow <sighs> cards. Uh, Spartak had that one red card. Um, you know, it, it's, it's... I mean, Loco had more fouls given against them. Uh, there was a not... Like, they had more offsides given against them. So... It was. I felt that Spartak just didn't have what it took. I just do think that the the heart is going to end no, right now. No, I mean you, you you called it last week as well, and that uh, Quincy Promise has been absolutely appalling since he's come back. Um, and we said it last week, didn't we? That yeah. when you have such a legendary first ball at a club coming back is is, is almost impossible to replicate and he was anonymous he's had one free kick I think it was that went so far over the bar he, he probably honestly could have been playing rugby um, he <laughs> was it was utterly useless um, Alexander Sobolev went off at half time um, he was unusually quiet as well um, but I think credit has to go again to how locomotive marshaled their defence. They didn't look overly troubled. Yeah, that is true. So, of course, uh, Serdar Azmoun's double, he has put uh, Zenit seven points clear now with Spartak. And, of course, Mo- uh, Mos- <laughs> MK Sport, uh, Moscow comes from Sport, of course, they are looking at it because they're all Spartak fans. It was amazing, actually, the, the behaviour of journalists, so-called, in the uh, press box today with the, the screams and roars for their respective teams. But there you go. Um, oh, MK Sport yeah of course MK Sport complaining that now Lokomotive have handed the title to Spartak or sorry to Zenit Zenit 7 points clear of Spartak Spartak on 47 points um, Lokomotive 1 point further back on 46 Rubin chasing up the table with Mr Skulski um, they're on 43 points level with Siskel of course who played tomorrow against Roto Volga Grant Dinamo Moscow with that draw if they had won they would have been up into 4th place but unfortunately they are sitting in 6th on 43 points Himki are well clear and safe for another year in the Russian Premier League Tambov are doomed Ufa are doomed Rotor, well do you know what actually a couple of wins and you never know what's going to happen at the bottom of the table right we'll look ahead very quickly next week because we want to get to English football and Eastold Cody uh, okay Siska tomorrow we know that's going to be a win for them um, Lokomotiv Rostov the longest serving manager in the Russian Premier League right now Valery Karpin comes to the Erzurday Arena uh, playing Lokomotiv um, that could be tight but I, again Loco have the momentum and that should be three points for the railwaymen correct? I think so. Rostov have only won one in the last six. Um, I think it is. And they, they have nothing left to play for anymore. No chance of Europe. Loco on absolute fire. And now that Champions League um, prospects with the form, goal scoring form they've got, definitely Loco win for me. OK, that's at 4.30 on Saturday. At the same time, Dinamo down in Volgograd playing Rotter. So again, you're looking at Dinamo to, to pick up three points to get back on track for European football. Krasnodar Zenit. Yeah. I think that that's going to be the banana skin for Zenit. I think uh, Krasnodar are going to at least take a, take two points off them. I think it'll be a draw. 
it's it's got potential for it. I thought Krasnodar would have got off to a winning start today playing Arsenal Tula away, but that was a real blow for Gontranka. But this is his, his home debut. It doesn't come much bigger than this. And I do think long-term, actually, it would be a good appointment. But in the short term, Zanit might get a little bit overconfident now that the gap is seven points at the top, um, which realistically it is enough, but you don't want to be giving other teams a sniff. So, yeah, yeah it could well be a draw that. Okay. Um, Zanit should win, but you never know. Okay, uh, then on Sunday, you have Sochi at home against Siska, that's at 4.30, and then Spartak at home against Ufa. So, Siska might have a bit of a difficulty, but Spartak should be winning that one fairly yeah. handily. Shouldn't I mean, they, they are odds on. I mean, you, you would not get any money back yeah. on them for that one. So, that's, that's done. Dust. Okay, Isla Cody, yeah, uh, yeah. dry your tears, my dear, and tell us, um, should Jose go? Oh, God. If there is a God, Jose will be gone soon. Like, all he is known for is his ability to park a bus and my God, I would kill to watch some defensive football. Um, it was bad and I suppose the 3-1 drubbing wasn't even the main talking point. I'm going to get it out of the way because I know Andy is waiting to come in and point it out but there was a ridiculous VAR decision yesterday and today in the Liverpool and Villa game and today the main talking point and after the game the main analysis point was a ridiculous decision by VAR um, on the basis of, well, it was a ridiculous decision by the referee on the basis of um, Sun basically falling over when a finger may or may not have graced his face, which led to a Cavani goal being disallowed due to a foul supposedly by McTominay on Sun. And I think today was the first time, other than discussing what was an abysmal performance by Spurs, the studio was just... Like even Roy Keane was sounding measured in his complaints that football is to an extent being ruined. And I think that's the main talking point from today. I think we've seen that Jose has run his course. Yeah, I think he's done. Yes, of course. Players aren't interested in playing for him in the way he wants. He's making that clear in interviews. He's basically, you can't have a manager who comes out and negatively, like basically between the lines says, oh, my players aren't doing it for me. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's, you can't have, a manager can't throw his players under the bus. And Jose, of course, has a record of that. Um, just one bus. Yeah, exactly. 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 Uh, Leeds United, of course, beating, uh, upsetting Man City yesterday 2 mm-hmm. 1. Liverpool 2 1 winners over Aston Villa. Chelsea 4 1 winners away in the London Derby to Crystal Palace. Of course, earlier on today, Newcastle did themselves the world of good, winning 2 1 away to Burnley. West Ham. Not not choking this week, beating Leicester City 3-2. Leicester just... We actually spoke about that last week. We said that Leicester is just a god-awful team. They win one week and lose next week. Of course, that's twice they've lost West Ham this year. Man United winning 3-1 against Spurs. It is the second half and it's still 1-0 to the Arsenal. Um, Eastolts, um talking about the, the, the situation with abuse of players. Um, I mean, you, you brought it up earlier on in a chat that, I mean, okay, just in football alone, there's no fans in the stadium, which, you know, doesn't seem to make a difference. It's all gone online now. Yeah, so I suppose my big thing would be when you have fans in stadiums racially abusing players, like in a match day situation, the position that the FA and various associations um, globally, I suppose, have been able to take is they have imposed fines on clubs, And then they have banned the offenders if they can locate them within the crowds. The difficulty we now have is the abuse is online. It's faceless. It's often not traceable or at least 
social media platforms aren't actively looking to trace um, the people who are making these comments. And I think it's not necessarily associated with a particular club. So we're seeing after every match, players with more and more racial abuse being targeted at them online. And now we're seeing things like Swansea City and um, Cardiff basically, they're essentially saying they plan on moving out of social media or placing more pressure or basically boycotting for certain time periods to try and get social media companies to basically look at a way of cracking down on racism. We've seen there was a high profile case in Ireland, which I think is worth mentioning here, where basically a young man, we've discussed it before, abused Ian Wright uh, by going sliding into his DMs to racially abuse him due to Ian Wright being Basically, he was playing online a fo- an online football game and Ian Wright let him down in the game. So he racially abused him. And there was actually a successful prosecution taken here. So the point is, we, we now need... It's not just one club. It's a global phenomenon. And there's no point in having taking a knee before a game if you're not dealing with the issue. And taking a knee is not dealing with the issue. It's symbolic. Okay, listen, I've got to... Um Again, you're dead around that. We're just we're getting close on time towards the break. Um, just want to quickly look at the because it's just depressing. Just seen another message in about a second tier footballer in England the championship getting abused um, and getting death threats online uh, because of his colour. So I mean, it's just it's a, it's an absolute joke. Quickly running through last week's results. Um, of course, Real Madrid beating Liverpool three one, Bayern losing three two at home to PSG, Man City two one winners over Dortmund, and Porto two nil home losers against Chelsea. Quickly, guys, I'm going to ask you uh, who's going to turn around this week. So PSG, Bayern, win home win or away win or a draw. Andrew Flint. I think PSG have done the hard work. They'll go through. I think. Okay, uh, that is on Tuesday, ten o'clock. Also on Tuesday, ten o'clock, Chelsea against Porto. Will Jose's two former teams be celebrating, or one of them will be? So, who will it be, Isil Cody? Uh, it will be Chelsea comfortably. Okay. Um, all right. We've seen the Liverpool meltdown uh, overall. Uh, Andrew Flint, what do you reckon? Liverpool or Real Madrid? Can Liverpool pull back that uh, two-goal deficit? Well, it could be only yeah two goals, and they'll go through and away goals. What do you reckon? I, I actually, I don't want to admit this, but I think they might have a chance here. Um, Real would be pumped up over beating Barca, but I think they might get a bit overconfident. I think Liverpool might might actually sneak this. Okay, and Dortmund, Man City, is it a City run to the Champions League title, Isil Cody? I think that the game this week will be a draw, but I think City will go through because they will have the goal advantage. Okay. Uh, Yes or no? This is a question from Kaka for both you guys. Uh, So the amount of ball possession, the high percentage with Barcelona, does it work, Andrew Flint? Yes or no? Sometimes. Oh, Jesus. Isla Cody, yes or no? (laughs) Yes. Oh, there we go. All right, it does work. Okay, guys, we uh, they're going to stay with us. Of course, we'll be back uh, in the second with our Olympic sports segment. We are going to get to the break right now with a bit of Will Smith and Wild Wild West. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider. No, you don't want nada. None of this. It's gunning this, brother running this. Buffalo soldier, look 
focus like I told ya Any damsel that's in distress Be out of that dress when she meet Jim West Rough neck, so go check the law on the bar Watch your step reflect and get a hole in your side Swallow your pride, don't let your lip react You don't wanna see my hand where my hip be at With Artemis from the start of this Running the game, James West, taming the West So remember the name, now who you gonna call? Not the GB Now who you gonna call? Riff with people want to bust break out before you get bum rushed at the wild, wild west. When I roll into the wild, wild west. When I stroll into the wild, wild west. When I bounce into the wild, wild west. It's going, it's going. In the West, madman lost his damn mind in the West. Love less, kidnapper down, nothing less. Now I must, but it's behind to the test. Then through the shadows in the saddle, ready for battle. Bring all your poison, it kind of poison. Behind my back, all everything you did, front and center. Now where you lip back kid, who that is? I mean, brother, bow for your health. Looking damn good though, if I can say it myself. Told me Loveless is a madman, but I don't fear that. He got mad weapons too, ain't trying to hear that. Trying to bring down me, the champion. When y'all clowns gonna see that it can't be. Done. Understand me, son. I'm the slickest they is. I'm the quickest they is. Did I say I'm the slickest they is? So if you parking up the wrong tree, we coming. Don't be starting nothing. Me and my partner gonna test your chest, loveless. Can't stand the heat to get out the wild, 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 wild west. When I roll into the wild, wild west. When I stroll into the wild, wild west. When I bounce into the
Okay, very warm welcome back. After that lovely musical interlude, the Wild Wild West, where I nearly smashed myself off the ground outside the studio. Capital Sports is delighted to bring you this segment. Thanks to our partnership with Match Business Consulting, the one-stop shop for all your sports events and management needs. Yes, it is our fourth birthday this week, folks. This whole week is our fourth birthday. Next week, we have a super-duper giveaway, so be ready. Double N, uh, any update on the score between Arsenal and Sheffield? Uh, no, still 1-0. Still 1-0. Okay, thank you very much, Double N. We're going to go straight to the phones because, of course, we've been talking about all the issues surrounding the Olympics. That it's, uh, you know, it is a bit of a joke shop at this stage. I mean, should it be taking place? We don't know. They're going to lock down Tokyo for three months. Yes, Tokyo has been locked down for three months to prepare for the Olympics. Uh, is it worth this? Should we be giving athletes that are going uh, injections ahead of people with actual genuine illnesses, not these fake asthma and so on and forth that we see all the British athletes using? And, of course, Russian, American and Irish athletes. Uh, OK, we're going to go straight to the phones and we're going to uh, ask our intrepid group who are there online waiting for us, uh, on the line waiting for us. So uh, I will introduce in order of, I should say seniority, uh, that is related to age. It's also related to uh, the American of miles on the clock Andrew and Andy Mack immediately starts to giggle with that one Andy Mack you're very welcome you're meant to be the shooter this evening but you're busy working hard I believe I wasn't giggling I was, I was shocked you were shocked speechless someone else was giggling <laughs> Isil Cody you're still there with us I certainly am. Let's not make this an age contest here, okay? No, no, no. I, I, I'd be, I, this is why I'm speaking first, because I'm the oldest of the whole lot. Um, Alex B, you're there and back with us in Toronto? Yeah, yeah I am. Okay, that's very good. <laughs> Sounds so pumped. <laughs> and Andrew Flint is there in two men. This is amazing. Am I actually the youngest out of all of us? No, <laughs> I think Alex B is actually. But anyway, right. Um, so what we want, what we want to come up with, um, are alternatives to Olympic sports. What we could add to Olympic sports to make them better? Because we are tired. We are tired of the fight against doping, the fight against cheating messing around with equipment and all sorts of stuff. So we decided, okay, we of course spoke with the people who are involved in Fight Night here in Moscow and said, look, would you like to come on and explain what happened yesterday, why your show was cancelled, why were people arrested and blah, blah, blah. They said, no, we're preparing to be an Olympic sport. Yes, MMA wants to be an Olympic sport, which is fair enough. Um, all right, uh, so going to start off with Andy Mack. Andy Mack, what is your proposal for an Olympic sport or what we could do to make an Olympic sport better? Well, I thought the fact that they're going to shut down Tokyo and Osaka and everywhere else for about three months before the Olympics, instead of handing over a baton during the relay, they could perhaps um, do an anal swab instead. And then once they've completed that, they can maybe check for any doping and anything else, as well as doing a quick COVID test. And then they hand it on to the next one and so on. Uh, and what would you call your event? <laughs> the swab relay. <laughs> and would the swab be the size of a baton or the size of an actual swab? I, I think that could be down to team enjoyment. Um, <laughs> you know, is, right. is, just out of, out of interest, is this is this baton being passed on to each person in the team, or do we, do they get their own batons? I, I I think it would have to be um, individual batons that. Oh yeah, because we need to be clear on height here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. We're doing um, this so for health reasons, then, are we? 
I think they would have to label it during the race and then put it into a separate container and then hand on the whole container as they go. It could be like in a hairdresser's where like they have the um, the comb that they, they brush your hair with, just like dip it into some alcohol or something. But then it would take up time. It would take, okay. Uh, Andy, I, li- I, li- I, like, I like your like bat on relay, but you know, uh, all right, there are questions to be asked. There, there's some kinks to be worked out. Well, kink in the <laughs> widest sense of the word. Right. Um, Easel Cody, what is your uh, suggestion to make Olympic sports even better? Well, I had two suggestions, one of which I think could genuinely be implemented, as I mentioned to you earlier. The first one is instead of just having the races start in their normal fashion with the shotgun start, I would have the racers in not just the 100 metres as earlier suggested, but in all races, especially marathon, where they would start to slow chased by wild animals now i was thinking lions but on the advice of my two huskies i think dogs would be much more effective if they weren't fed for a day or two <coughs> okay um, and yeah i do think we should also look at a genuine sport underwater hockey is a real sport i know an irish team member they have a team can let can we all stop for a minute and think about team gb underwater holding their breath for as long as they can <laughs> think about it. It's a great sport. How can, how can you use their asthma inhalers? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Underwater. Oh, I would love to do that. <laughs> oh. well, just just sort of one little thing to... to, 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 to I don't know how you, you run things down in Tipperary, um, but it's not a shotgun start. It's a starter's pistol. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I'm doing a shotgun. Yeah. Oh, you could use a shotgun oh, at the start. Yeah, no, no. If you're the one who isn't out of the blocks correctly... You're going to have an unfortunate end on the starting line. No, no. This is a full-on, like, we're not taking any risks. You're either committed to the race or not. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Alex B., what have you got to offer over there in the cold north? Uh, you're not going to like what I have to say. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> All right, go ahead. No, I, I, think, I think everybody who's on roids, everybody that's doping, should have their own Olympics. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty cool. Just to let them, you know, if they want to do it, let's just go the go the full way, see what happens. How everybody, or people like John Jones, Brock Lesnar, you know, everybody else, <laughs> I think it'd be pretty entertaining. <laughs> for for those guys, you you sort of have like a, a, a willy measure in competition. See who has the largest. <laughs> it'd be very interesting, like you know, uh, in terms of the amount of dope that they've been taking. Um, the the other thing I was just thinking, excuse me for my rudeness, but th- that's actually quite a good one, Alex B, because. You know, it is that joke as well. Like, I, I don't know who said it. was an Irish comedian said that you'd want them to take all the steroids they could to run the 100 metres in under five seconds. That'd be brilliant. I think it's Frankie oh, yeah. Boyle. I could be wrong. I Maybe Frankie, Frankie Boyle. Boyle. Could be Frankie yeah, Boyle. My, 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 my. I think he was using a British uh, swimmer when suggesting it. Okay, my yeah, my apologies, Frankie. Of course, a, a former guest on our show, Alex. How how would that work out? So you basically you do wave dope testing and just get them to load up whatever they want and to go in and have a bit of an L go, correct? Yeah, it's like you know because you know this is for all, for all the people that are like you know if they take something that they don't know is like illegal and then you know you know a lot of athletes are caught up in that kind of thing and um, you know you just make one mistake. I don't think you should. Have to have like a five year suspension. You just go into the the doping league and see what happens. <laughs> That's brilliant. By the way, Olympiakos have won for the fourth, sixth time the Greek Premier League, the Greek Championship. So just uh, on that, uh, Alex, a, a quick one as well. Um, the child 
of Dennis Rodman is now playing top-level basketball, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and um, anything like the dad? Uh, I hope not. See, he had a very Dennis. I don't think anybody plays basketball quite like Dennis Rodman. That guy, um, he's a different. He's a different animal. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No. I, th- I think I think he sticks more to the fundamentals because because I mean he started playing at a young age. Dennis Rodman started playing when he was like twenty something, right? That's right. That's so, yeah, so yeah. You're just rebounding. Yeah. That, yeah. I think he's a lot more fundamental and stuff like that. That is okay. That's good to know. Uh, okay, and Andrew Flint, your offering uh, for the uh, well, the alternative Olympics. Uh, I came up with two. I thought one winter, one summer. Um, so summer Olympics. I thought you know when you watch the diving uh, contests, and it's all about utter precision, and it's, there's very, very little in it. I would go the other way. Let's see how bad you can be. I would add trampoline diving. And you get points for how bad it is. So you can like, you measure up, you know, how many bruises you've got afterwards, you know, how far the water splashes apart. And, you know, see how far people are willing to go with the belly flops, um, because that is genuine entertainment. That is good. OK. And your winter one? The winter one. Um, yeah. The biathlon races, um, that poor Norwegian team that um, would puff and puff away. Um, maybe let's make it a bit more interesting. With the guns, you give half half of the competitors go to one end, half go to the other, and they shoot at each other. And you get extra points for hitting some of your opponents. Um, and uh, just add a bit of spice to it. And you can they can shoot any time during the race as well. Um, so instead of the five targets, you can shoot at any five opponents at the other end of the of the range um, and shoot at them with BB guns during the game as well. Well, you stop. Why? Look, this is uh, last night. Andy Mack knows this. We 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 came up with a, a new a name. Thanks to Andrew Farmer uh, of Russia today. We came up with a new name for this. It's called Diathlon. Diathlon. This is full on Hunger Games kind of stuff, people. This is like this is. I mean, I'm talking. You have like loaded weapons. You only have two bullets, so you have to use them very, very wisely. Two bullets. Okay. You do have a bayonet, so that's okay. You can use that as a knife or bayonet someone. But it's a staggered start, so kind of like what, you know, what Isla saw with a, a shotgun start. Now, I don't discuss this before in Capital Sports 2.0. For me, I think it's ideal. I think it's brilliant. No, no more of this, like, you know, if you, if, you, <laughs> if you genuinely do have asthma, you're not going to play this sport because <laughs> you are just going to go, no, no way in the world. Let the druggies do what they want to do and just go for it. Like, give someone a one-minute head start and then go for it. And ambush them. Yes. I, I, I think it's great. You'd need to be taking some sort of drugs to participate in the sport, but not the doping variety. But why not? I mean, look, there's a lot of people who need a bit of help and need a bit of outlet, and especially now after the lockdown. And, you know, they're kind of a bit bored and a bit angry. And, they, you know, they're, they're, they're sitting at home all day listening to their partner, wife, husband, whatever it is. Um, and, and they're kind of going, oh, I, I, listen, I can't take this anymore. And then, like, they can take up diathlon. You know, I think it's brilliant. I, I really think that if countries can solve their f- problems on the field of diathlon, the world would be a better place. That's we my all opinion. know if, if England have a team, every it. Irish person will be an expert. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I, I genuinely think, I think it'd be brilliant. Um, okay, Alex, what, like, which, of, which of the ideas would you go for, apart from your own? Uh, I like Andrew Flint's ideas about the, about the guns. 
<laughs> okay, that's that's yeah. fair enough. <laughs> that's what he's well, in North America, so okay. Yeah. Does does anybody does anybody like and uh, Andy Mack's idea of like the um, well whatever he said it? Well, I can't remember. I, 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 I think I think Andy was thinking of entertainment for himself. Eh? <laughs> I, I think it had merits for double jobbing on the COVID swabbing side. That is true. Jobbing being the is word. <laughs> Listen, it is it is a, it is a case. Like, I mean, Alex B, would you take part in, in Andy Mack's new alternative Olympic sport? No, I don't think I would. <laughs> he actually waited up for a moment and went, "Well, should I? I don't know." But listen, there is. I consider the pros and cons, and I was like, "Meh." Yeah. So. <laughs> Andy, Andy Mack, I have to ask you a question: Is it four people in a team? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yes. So obviously, if you're the first, if, if if you're the first one, then um, your 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 rapid swap relay is a little bit pointless because no one's actually doing it to you at the end. But that might need a rethink. Yeah, because I'm just thinking of that because you do miss out one person. It could be that the person who the fourth person, the 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 last person around, comes along and then has the swab in their hand and then swabs you in the mouth. But because yeah, you could. You, you, if, I think that would only be funny if it was the same swab for all four. <laughs> then it defeats the purpose, Andy. Sorry, now it makes you just... That just sounds like a ridiculous sport now because it was okay when it had a scientific value to it, but now it just sounds, I don't know, like, I don't know, getting chased by corgis or something like that. So, um, all right. Uh, okay, Isol, which one, which one would you go for? Personally, I think going with the drug Olympics because I think that sounds kind of fun. Yeah. And to be honest, It'd be great to see Britain the medal table without any questions asked. <laughs> okay, Andrew Flint, final one to you. What do you reckon? I, I, I do like that. I do like the the drug limbs. I think it would be an interesting social experiment to see what happened. But um, yeah, I, yeah, I I think um, I think the lions and dogs chasing chasing the athletes would be a good one because half of them would maul them, and half the athletes would turn around and think, you know what, I actually quite like dogs. I'll have a little pet with them. Oh, hang on a minute, a race to run. <laughs> I think that could be utter chaos. Yeah, I yeah yeah I yeah. It depends on the type of dog as well, like you know. But um, okay, all right. Thank you very much, guys, for that. I know you're staying on for the Big Fat Filthy Quiz. And, of course, as ever, that segment was, of course, in association with Match Business Consulting, Russia's number one sports consultancy. Double N, you have a quick score update for us. We'll go to the break. Yeah, uh, it's 2 0 for Arsenal. Okay, and who is the score for Arsenal? It's Gabriel. Oh, Gabriel yeah. scores. Okay, so it's 2 0 for Arsenal. That's going well for them this evening. Uh, that game should be finishing up in the next 13 minutes or so. We, it should be finished before we go off air tonight. We're going to go out right now to the break before the big five fifty quiz with Cobra Style from the Teddy Bears. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Style is the bomb, the bomb, the 
Say them a friend and them bad mind your friend Anytime they ready for yeah. Any time stop One or two take the long speech from the sky The style is the bomb, the bomb, the dang, the dang, diggy, diggy A room wind up here with the bomb, the dang, the dang, diggy, diggy My style is the bomb, the bomb, the dang, the dang, diggy, diggy Okay, folks, I hope you enjoyed that little, again, another little boost up of an L, sort of like to, to lift our spirits on this lovely spring. Really, spring has started, even though we had snow in the middle of the week, but spring has started this week in Moscow, so we're all in a good mood. Okay, just after eight, 18 minutes gone in that game, it's still 2 0, Dublin? Yep. Okay, so still 2 0. Okay, we had some questions come in there over the break, so uh, over our uh, Olympic sports and some questions. I'm going to ask them around. Isil Koj, I see you're unmuted. Uh, so, very, very quick one. Um, this is from Kaka. So, uh, what about Olympic Games if they have an Olympic Games only for children? Oh, well, like a junior version of the Junior Olympics. Yeah, I, I, I actually worry because I just... I think people would get too competitive and then you'd stop your kids playing different sports. Yeah, yeah, there's something odd with that. Um, Andy Mack... Um, dog pardon? A dog Olympics. A dog a dog Olympics. A dog Olympics. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Crofts. Crofts. No, no. Yeah. Crofts limited in their types of sport. I need one where my dogs can tear something apart. Right. <laughs> Right, I've like, seen what they're doing like at your people. home. So yeah, yeah, like yeah, I, I see. Like if you're doing that at your home, I'd be worried about people. Um, thanks, Annie Mac. Annie Mac, uh, question for you. This is from McCann. He said, uh, "What is the main psychological problem for most athletes?" <laughs> and I'm just thinking of your new Olympic sport right away. <laughs> I think it's referencing oh, that, Andy. It, yeah, it's not just psychological anymore. I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. um, I, I, if, if it's an honest answer. Um, pressure, I guess. 
Yeah, that that, that sounds I'm not, fair enough. I'm 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 not referring to the um <laughs> the swab. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ from <laughs> Okay, uh, anyone else has anything to mention to us? Plus 795 Please keep it clean because it's a nice Sunday night and I'm in good mood, so don't don't ruin uh, my buzz. Um, quick one just before uh, we go, because I know that uh, Andrew Flint. Andrew, just want to ask you a quick question. Uh, United, is this United sort of, bat- like, I mean, do they have, okay, they're not going to win a title, but do you think that they've secured second place with this weekend's results? Yeah, I think I'd have to say so. Um, It's really depressing that we have to rely on West Ham to do us a favour. But, um, yeah, I'd say that's the big enough gap and we're on form. Uh, Cavani getting two is is brilliant to see. Okay, good. Uh, Of course, he he, he seems to be leaving at the uh, end of the uh, season. Right. Uh, I know that Alex B is there. Hello, guys. Can you hear us? Okay, we have just dropped everyone there for the moment, so we're just going to get back, everyone back in. Uh, Alex B, you are there with us still? Or are you back on us? Alex B? Okay, I think Alex B is there. Guys, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, so... Oh, I know, Jack, okay, Alex B does seem to be there, so hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll get Okay, we're going to start off the quiz right now. Um, it's going to be an interesting one this evening, because I think it's one that... Uh, it, it's topical to a fair degree. Uh, Double N is going to go first. Then we have Eselt, Derek, Animac, Andrew Flint, and then Alex B is at the end. So he is the last baton changer. So the first question, because this is in honour of the Grand National course won by Rachel Blackmore yesterday, uh, we are going to go with Grand National winners. Okay, so you get five points. For the correct answer, another five points if you give me the year. Okay, so Double N, Mister. Mr. Yeah, that's what I said, Mr. <laughs> what's the next what's the next word? Um Rogers, I don't know. Mr. Rogers, okay. <laughs> Just give me a year. <laughs> um uh two thousand and eight, let's say. No, nineteen ninety. Mr. Frisk. Mr. Frisk, nineteen ninety. Okay. Esalt for you, red. Red. Hello, Eselt. Eselt. Have there not been more than one? This is a recent one. It's not an old one. It's from the 80s onwards. So, Red. Eselt, you've got two seconds. Eselt, have you? I have dropped back in. Okay. I was going with Red Marauder, and I'm not even going to try and give you a year because I have no idea. Red Marauder is correct, and the year is 2001. Very good. Okay, next up, Derek. Derek, Ruff. Ruff. That's not a a sound a dog makes. Well, it is, but it's not (laughs) a sound a dog makes. So, Ruff. That's supposed to be a person, right? Uh, It's a horse. Ah, okay. Okay. Stop giggling, everyone. I can hear you on the phone. I'm going to go with uh, Roof. Roof? Roof. Um, postman. Roof Postman. No. Can you give me a year? 1997. Oh, God. 1996. Derek, can we give you two points for that? You were so close to that. 1990, yeah, yeah, yeah. 1996. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Uh, next up, Andy Mack. Party. Party what? 
Um, let me have a think. So it's after 1980. Yeah. So what year? Ah, um, um, party politics. Very good. And the year? Uh, I know it was Craig Lewin, and I can't remember the year. Early 90s. 90. There was one year it didn't happen. 91. Oh, 92. I'll give you, I'll give you two points for it. Okay. Seven. Okay. Well done. Well done. Uh, it was 1992. Uh, next, Andrew Flint. Andrew Flint. Lord. Lord. Um, Lord, Lord, Lord. Oh, I've got no idea. Lord Bainbridge. Lord Bainbridge. No. What year? It's Lord Gillian. Uh, oh, I'll go, I don't know, 96. Oh, 97. 97. I'm going to give you two points. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to give you two points just for goes. Okay, Alex B, are you there with us? Alex yeah, B, yeah. You, you are. Okay, all right. So your one is Tiger. Tiger. Tiger Woods. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. He, he won two years. Tell us the years. What, give us one of the years that he won. <clears throat> is Tiger Roll 1994 and 2015 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. horses those, only live about 20 years very fine one I'm going to give you a point just for making us laugh I'm sorry that's a good one <laughs> no it was 2018-2019 right now we go on to the I think we're getting mixed up with the uh, what our quiz is about now is the missing word round so here we go uh, double N Haaland is about Alfinger or about yeah but, no sorry but uh, Haaland Jesus okay um, Haaland's what Haaland's uh, future in Real Madrid Haaland's choice I'm going to give you I'm going to give you two points for it because again if you still the future I'd have given you three points but anyway I'll give you two right Isolt Isolt depleted Lakers what Brooklyn Nets that's LA Lakers, of course, in basketball. Depleted Lakers, yeah. what? I'm just going to go with deflate. Deflated Lakers deflate. <laughs> I'm giving you three points for that one. That's quite good, actually. It's it's beat. It just simply beat. There you go. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> deflate. Right, Derek, over to you. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> Alex, this is Klopp saying it. Alexander, Alexander Arnold has nothing. To what? Who said that? <laughs> Jurgen Klopp. Jurgen Klopp. Oh, Jurgen Klopp. Yeah. Alexander, can you please say it again? <laughs> oh, gee, it's Alexander <laughs> Arnold has nothing uh-huh. to what? Has nothing to offer to the club because he's overhyped. <laughs> oh, I'm going to give you six points for that one, actually. That's good. It's actually to prove. To prove. Nothing to prove. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Uh, next one, Andy Mack. All right. Kane craving a what? Harry Kane, of course. Kane craving <laughs> a what? A coastal <laughs> drive with Tiger Woods. <laughs> oh, get well, Tiger. Uh, no, I'm going. <laughs> no, it's a move from Spurs. I'm going to give you five points, Andy, for that one. I'm going to give you six points because that was funny. Right. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Now we go on to Andrew Flint, hopefully for some sense. All right. Oh, boy. What is this? Uh, Ra- Rangers. What? 
This is Glasgow Rangers. Rangers what? Thank God I didn't get the other way around. Rangers what? <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> uh, Rangers suck. Oh. What do you reckon, Andy? How many points should I give, give him for that? Uh, maximum. All right. I'll More gi- points. Exactly. What, what, how many easels? More points than Selk have got all season. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm going to give him six Let points him for that. Straight up, mate. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it is Rangers. Did, well, Rangers did win yesterday. Yeah, they did. They beat some team from Scotland. Um, <laughs> Rangers close in on unbeaten league season. There you go. <clears throat> and finally, Alex B. Uh, Premier League bosses call for what boycott? Premier League bosses call for what boycott? We we covered that actually in the first segment. Cry. I am crying, crying by God. Of any kind. <laughs> I'm giving you six points. Jeffrey. Pardon, Andy? Jeffrey. Jeffrey Boycott. Oh, Christ. No. That's lost on so many people, right? It's well, social. Let's go, let's go racism. Racism boycott. Yeah, actually, do you know what? I'm going to give you seven points because you actually. I was giving you six, I'm giving you seven for that one because it is. It's, it's through social media, so uh, Premier League bosses call for a social media boycott. Okay, uh, <clears throat> now we are on to Russian Premier League. This is the last round, so double N, uh, you have a lot to make up. You are on two points. Uh, Eastlet is on eight. Derek is also on eight points. Andy Mack is on 13. Hopefully not unlucky tonight. And Andrew Flint is on eight. And... Alex B is on it. My goodness, if I'd planned it better, I, it's, it's impossible. Right, uh, it is, of course, uh, 10 points for the this round. So here we go. Uh, three clubs have never been out of the top flight in the Russian Premier League. Lokomotiv Moscow, Spartak Moscow, and Siska or Dynamo? Um, I think Dynamo. Oh, no, no, it's, no, it's, it's Siska, Siska, okay, all right, so, (coughs) we move on, double N, you're letting the side down the studio today, right, even the questions are here beside me, you could have just, like, been cheating and looking at them, but you didn't, fair play, right, Esalt, Cody, for you, how many cities have won the Russian Premier League, three or four? I am going to go with lucky number three. You should have gone on for the unlucky number four. It's four. Andrew Flint, for one point, can you tell us the cities that have won the Russian Premier League? We got Vladikavkaz with Alanya, Moscow, St. Petersburg, and Kazan. Very good, very good. I'll give you a point for that, okay? Um, that's a pity point, but it's a point all the same. <laughs> you take them, just take them. Peter P. Wood, I'll even though. You're going to answer too. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Peter P would take that point. Right. Uh, the next one. Who has won the most leagues? This, of course, is for Derek. Who has won the most leagues uh, in, well, Russian Premier Leagues? Is it Dmitry Ananko or Andrei Tikhonov? Dmitry Ananko or Andrei Tikhonov? <sighs> I don't know so much about players, but I'm going to go with uh, the second one. Andrei Tikhonov? Yeah. You should have gone with the first one. He's only won eight. Ananko has won nine. Okay, all with Spartak. Okay, uh, the top goals per game average, Andy Mack. This is a good one for you. So, who has scored the most goals per games played in the Russian Premier League? Is it Alec Veretenikov or Alexander Kurjakov? Oh, 
Um, I'll go with um, old sniper Kurjakov. You should have gone with the even older sniper Veritenikov. He has scored. Uh, 143 goals compared to Kershikov's 139 but he has scored at an average of 0.52 per game whereas Kershikov has 0.41 okay sorry but uh, it, this is this is getting very very close right now it's down to two whoever gets the, this question correct could actually well actually Alex you need to you need to get this one right to, to make sure to beat them so here we go the fewest points of any team at the end of a season was it seven or eight Andrew Flint Oh, you had to give that one to me, didn't you? Um, oh, Christ. I, I I always... I try to block this one out. I'm going to have to say eight just to be slightly more... Yeah, you, know, you were correct. Yeah, it was 1998 and two men. Two men. <laughs> that, that, again, that wasn't set up, folks. That was just the way it was. Okay, who has been the most relegated side, Alexander B.? Who has been the most relegated side? Is it Kuban Krasnodar or Alanya Vladikavkaz? Mm. Vladikavkaz. Oh, I know what you're thinking because they're the only champions to have been relegated. It's not. It's Kuban. So the winner tonight on 19 points is Andrew Flint. Andrew Flint, congratulations. Well done. I'm the top of the world. Okay. We had a mass tie. We had a mass tie for the uh, silver medal almost. Um, or sorry, bronze medal because Andrew, Andy Mack, of course, finished on 13. Uh, Alex B, Easel, Cody and Derek all finished on eight points. And, well, the wooden spoon went to double N. All right, folks, thank you very, very much for your time this evening and have a great week. Talk to you all next Sunday. Thank you. Have a good week. All right, so that, of course, our guys are going to go off into the Sunday night tour. Um, what is the score in that Arsenal game? Uh, it's 3-0. One more for Lacazette. Oh, Lacazette. Yeah. Okay, so 3-0. So Arsenal heading to a victory there this evening. Right, folks, we're going to go away for a week, of course. Remember, next week we have a super special giveaway, okay? Tune in. You're going to really, really want to get hold of this, okay? Because we're celebrating our birthday all this week. So look for us in the social me in social media, of course, on Instagram and on Twitter. And you'll also see us on Facebook. Okay, we're going to go out right now. So we'll say thank you very much to Double N. Thank you. Okay, so, and folks... It's still getting a bit dodgy out there with COVID, so look after yourselves, okay? Take care, take precautions, you know, wash the old hands, wear the mask when you're in public and so on and so forth. Look after yourselves, look after each other. We're going to go out right now with The Score and Legend. I'm Alan Moore, and I'll talk to you at the same time, same place, next Sunday. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. <laughs>